Jean's here. Yeah. Hello, to show our total respect to our dear, dear friend <coughs> who's oh. had a horrible health scare that made us all very frightened, you cow. Don't do that again. I'm not I to. would like to serenade you mm-hmm. with a chorus of thanks for the memories. What? One, two, three. Now, stop. Inappropriate? Just, just stop. Just a tad. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories so podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. Hey. And I, yes, I am... The spark of starlight that makes the darkest night bearable. <laughs> that was very pretty, and I'm slightly worried now. <laughs> well, I, I have to apologise for you for taking another husband while we were on holiday. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what yeah. happens on the Isle of Wight yeah, stays, stays on, on the, the Isle, Isle of, of Wight. Wight. Yeah. <laughs> it's full fine in the Isle of Wight. Mm. Yeah, they do that over there. They do. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, it's the news of El Presidente. Spider-Man news. Mm. Spider-Man exiting the universe. (laughs) He might be able to do whatever a spider can, but that doesn't include being able to avoid corporate politics. Sony are no longer willing to let Spider-Man play with the other kids in Marvel's cinematic universe. The original deal that brought the man-spider into the MCU gave Marvel five films in which to use him with their characters. Those five are now complete and Marvel and Sony needed to work out new terms for more. Two of those fives were Sony films, headlined by Tom Holland's Spider-Man, with the other three being MCU films featuring that character to some extent. Reports suggest that originally Marvel effectively did all the creative work on the two Sony films, but put up no money and received a flat 5% of the box office gross. With all of the world-building effort and general ticket-buyer goodwill that Marvel have developed, it is less than surprising that Feige and co. wanted to be even more entrenched in the Spider-Man franchise, not only developing the characters and stories for the Sony films, but also taking the risk of stumping up half the money to make them in return for half the profits. Sony did not agree. Where does this leave the spandex swinger? Mm. It is reported that Tom Holland has at least one more film contracted with Sony, though it is possible that Sony decides to go with yet another reboot. Mm. One thing does seem certain. Expect few, if any, references to Stark, The Blip, Happy Hogan, or any other MCU character or event. Instead, prepare for Venom, Sony's recent non-MCU Spider-Man spin-off, to appear in the next Spider-Man film and a whole new separate universes of films to emerge. Mm. Mm. This is the problem. I think they're going to go for a reboot. I'm not sure they will. I'm with Um, Keith. I could be mistaken, but I do Mm -hmm. remember reading somewhere is that if the deal fails... No company is allowed to use the characters that appeared in the Spider-Man films. 
That's why they're subtly different from the comic characters. Ooh, I don't know. It's all Does that make sense? It's worse than Brexit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. And just as annoying. Oh, well, yeah. Mm. yeah, we'll see, but... Yeah, it's really a real shame because oh, those yeah. Spider-Man were great. The fact they were so entrenched yeah. in the MCU. And, and, it's, and it's the fact that you had that distinct co- crossover. The, yeah. I mean, the homecoming with all the um, yeah. murals in it. And let's face it, Marvel has better writing. Yes. Oh, yes. Than uh, Sony has been. Yeah. Mm. I mean, even, even with the um, not Spider-Man films they've been producing, <laughs> the last Venom. Venom was watchable, but... It wasn't a Marvel film. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it did quite it, well at the box it, office. But. It, it, it was watchable, but it wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't up there with the uh, no. Spider-Man. No. Uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man films. And look at the last ones they did before the MCU. Uh, they're okay, but they're not great. They're, they're, they're <laughs> barely okay. But Sony has a... Rep- I know Marvel do to a certain extent, or Disney do, but Sony has a reputation for the business suits sticking their... Or, Fingers right up to the elbows yeah. in these films. Which is what they weren't doing with the uh, new Spider-Man. Yeah. Marvel was in control of it. Yeah. yeah. The Matrix, back for more. Oh. Did you love the two Matrix sequels and want to see more? Yeah. Did you hate the sequels and want to see if they could do better? Yeah. In either case, you will get your wish. Warner Brothers are so desperate for a franchise that people might just care about that they are bringing <laughs> us a new Matrix film. One of the Wachowski siblings, Lana in this case, is going solo on this new effort, at least in terms of directing and writing. She has tempted the likes of Keanu Reeves and Carrie-Anne Moss to join her for this next throw of the virtual dice. Toby Emmerich, Warner Brothers Picture Group chairman, said, We could not be more excited to be re-entering the Matrix with Lana. Lana is a true visionary, a singular and original creative filmmaker, and we are thrilled that she is writing, directing, and producing the new chapter in the Matrix universe. Filming begins in early 2020, but so far there is no indication of the release dates, nor if they are planning further films. Interesting, there's only one of them. Yeah. I try to think last time yeah. only one of them was involved in something. Yeah. They were both involved in uh, Sense8. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're virtually joint at the hips They were, up until now, I think. Well, they were, yeah. Well, maybe there's been a Something's out. happened behind the scenes. Mm. Well, mm. one of them doesn't Stop want to bother. Stop rubbing your hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is going to be a prequel, so to speak, that no. takes us to the setup of how it all occurred, well, or if it... Yeah, it can't be the end of it, how they overthrow the, the machinery. Ma- the Matrix revolutions was rather open-ended. You know. I can't remember what even happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. he went, Neo went to the Machine City and um, you know, basically stopped the war between humanity and the machines. Yeah. But what happens to him is something of a moot point anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a sequel of some kind. But, uh. mm-hmm. I mean, I hope so, because, well, I mean, well, the Matrix Reloaded vanished up its own hole. It was mm-hmm. That was when they were making two movies mm-hmm. of everything, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was that's too it. too long. And Matrix, Re- uh, Matrix Revolutions, I mean, okay, it, it did redeem itself somewhat. I mean, it's more of an action movie than anything else, as opposed to any sort of deep, meaningful, philosophical you know, questions. Okay. Now we go on to some very sad news. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. Terence Dix. Dead. 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 Mm. Unfortunately. Yeah, died this morning. 
Mm-hmm. Legendary art writer Terence Dix has finished his big story, aged 84. Good innings. Best known to many for his long association with Doctor Who, working as a script writer, script editor from 1968 to 1974. The most prolific writer of Doctor Who novelisations, he also wrote original Who novels and even penned two Doctor Who stage plays. Not only did his Doctor Who novelizations, over 60 of them, help an entire generation to get into reading back in the 70s and 80s, but he even went on to write quick reads books for the 10th Doctor in the noughties. Mm-hmm. Besides Doctor mm-hmm. Who, he had several other series of children's books, such as the ba- Baker Street Irregulars, mm. Cry Vampire, The Adventures of Goliath, The Unexplained, and loads more. In television, he regularly worked with his good friend and TV producer Barry Letts, not only on Doctor Who during the Pertwee era, but also on the likes of the BBC Sunday classic series of period dramas and literary adaptations, which Dick's eventually took over as producer. Some tributes to him include Neil Gaiman, who said, I remember reading his and Malcolm Holt's book, The Making of Doctor Who, when I was 11 or 12, and deciding then that I would one day write an episode of <laughs> Doctor Who, because they'd shown me how. <laughs> Jenny Colgan said Terence Dix helped more children, especially boys, develop a lifelong love of reading than almost anyone else who's ever lived. I don't think he even got an OBE. And Edgar Wright said Terence Dix, who would the doctor be without him? Mm. Really sad. Terence Dix, it's been on the radio today as well. Oh, really? Good. Um, Mm. On the BBC radio. Yeah, it's the front page page on the BBC website. And they've been saying uh, he's one of the main stays of the program because although he didn't create the program he's the yeah. writer that actually gave us the mm. time lords mm. oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he wrote, wrote the war games, games yeah. and yeah. he came up with the idea of the time lords and a lot of that what's now seen as part of the whole substance of the character and the series it was his idea. a lot of that was from himself well, so there was a discussion going on online on twitter about what was the first Terence Dix target book you read? Ooh, and weirdly, mine, although it wasn't until 1981, because I wasn't really into it when I was, it was, when I was a tot, um, it was The Unearthly Child, which was published in 81. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite yeah. apt. Yeah. I think <clears throat> mine was Spearhead from Space in the first group. Oh, but it wasn't called books. that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was the Auton Invasion. Yeah. 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 Oh. But it was it, the, the first group of... Um, Doctor Who books because uh, my sister got them for me for Easter. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah there was yeah. an old joke in the eighties that um, the um, way you could tell it was a Terence Dix novel was that he got to one hundred and twenty-five pages, then stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was quite simply the best. Yeah. at what he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine was a uh, hardback of Plant of Spiders. Ah. Appropriately enough, given yeah. that was the end of his tenure as a scriptwriter. Yeah. and my birth story. Not that I knew it at the time when I read the book. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think mine might have been The Three Doctors. What, your birth story? No, the oh. um, Terence, first Terence Dix mm. book oh. that I oh. read voluntarily, so to speak. <laughs> Did people force you down? <laughs> no, no. Lisa my Terence! My, bro- my brother's bedtime reading for me was usually whichever Doctor Who novelisation they happened to be I, reading. Is this where your ongoing nightmares about the Zarbi come from? <laughs> yeah, the first book that was ever read to me was Terror of the Zarbi. Caught by the Chumblies again. <laughs> I honestly didn't think he was that old. Obviously, well, yeah. you know, because oh, yeah. he oh. he went to conventions. He was yeah, it was only know. a year or two ago. He was at the Capitol. Yeah, because yeah. we got that Chicago. Yeah, he was at Chicago as well. Yep, and yeah, 
Yeah, I admit, some people you think when they're going to die soon, aren't they? Like uh, Tom Baker, <laughs> William Russell. Yeah. But I never imagined that, uh, mm, that Terence Dix could actually yeah. die. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> and it was so good to see him trending on Twitter, although oh, yeah. for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so many so many lovely tributes mm. have been put up online. Yeah. Well, that's it. It seems uh, there's a lot of fans, old and new, that are genuinely warm to him because mm. he... He was the writer of our teenage generation, so to speak, that mm. era when a lot of us got into Doctor Who, and he created a lot of the stereotypes is the wrong way of putting it, but a lot of the framework for mm-hmm. what became a classic Doctor Who story. Yeah. But it's also nice that all of the um, mentions by the people in the street are also quite warm and friendly. So. You don't get the feeling he's rubbed people up the wrong way oh, over no, his no, time. No, no. He's actually genuinely been a nice guy to work with. He seems to be in person, yeah. yeah. He also, the interviews I've seen with him, enthused over the show. Even the new show. It's, yeah. you he know, hated the Doctor Who movie, though. <laughs> oh, he hated it. Well, he really, the, the really, couldn't, yeah. really couldn't stand it, thought it was Why? a load of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is really he could be particularly grumpy about things yeah, like that. I can kind of see it because, you know, a lot of it doesn't keep him with canon. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, but it's not yeah, very so, yeah. canon, is it? Yeah. And he was so good. He was so good at conventions talking yeah. to fans and that, you know, it was never any side to him. Yeah. 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 Apparently, some of the other things he wrote for, and uh, I had Avengers, seen this was yeah, yeah, the Avengers. It's long, yeah, amongst other things, yeah. Very long career, mm, oh, yeah. very much so. Yes. But he has no neck. No, no. Queen. And and in tribute, <laughs> we also have our own Terence. Oh, yeah. Terence. Oh, Terence the oh, Dragon. Yes, Terence, Terence the Dragon, Queen yes. Dragon mm, yeah. is, is yeah. sitting <laughs> centre stage of the podcast, looking very forlorn. Yeah, mm, yeah. His namesake is no more. Yeah. It was also nice to see, as well as the hashtag Terence Dix, the hashtag um, Uncle Terence and hashtag Queen. Were, were <laughs> I don't think he ever actually ever yes, said Queen. He did. He did. In one of the he documentaries, did. in one uh, of the, the colour of monsters is queen. queen. More than 30 years in the time. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, for the last time, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I summon the Goblin King! And with that, it may become apparent that we've been watching Labyrinth. You were learning as a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. You do. Remind me as the babe. Okay. Couple of things. Couple of things. First thing, this film, it was like they took. 1986. For real, this 1986, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely 1986. Definitely 1986. It was like they took The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. yep. Alice in Wonderland, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. mixed them all up in a big vat of glitter <laughs> and then spurted them out. It's kind of age thing, but spurted, really. <laughs> Dare I mention The Dark Crystal? I really rather wouldn't. I'd watched the first, most mm. of the, some of the first episodes yeah. and I thought it was bloody awful. All right. <laughs> right, enough said. Anyway, Labyrinth. <clears throat> the second thing I'd like to point out, mm. apart from the glitter thing, is really some of the acting was awful. 
It was in Muppets. Jim Henson's Creature Workshop. Not the, not the creatures. The, the creatures humans. were marvellous. Mm. The humans at the beginning, the whole scene at the beginning before she summons the Goblin King. It was so it was just... awfully 80s. It was... Oh, oh good grief. Oh, the parents, oh, you wish, know, they the, pa- the, pa- the scene with the parents and the, and the daughter. Those shoulder pads. Oh, oh the shoulder pads. Oh, I'm not sure about the mother, pads. but the, the father's a Brit. Put well, on an American accent, probably true for the mother too. <laughs> well, it, it, how, what's the running time? It's only about an hour, isn't it? It's not. No, it's more. Than no, it's that. about ninety minutes. 90, yeah, 90, ninety minutes. Yeah. Well, so, so the the doesn't give them a lot of time for a setup. Yeah, but so you could act dumping, better than that. It's like that scene from Wayne's it. World where they have <laughs> some guy in to do a line and Wayne says, come on, we can. I know it's a small part, but we can do better than this. And then they get Charlton Heston in. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were just simply awful. Anyway, <laughs> moving on with the film. But moving on, mm. after yeah. that... I awesome. thoroughly enjoyed it. It's oh. fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It is so terribly 80s, it's painful. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But one thing... Oh, I learned a thing. You oh, learned yeah, yeah. a thing. The baby... Yes. The baby oh, yeah. was oh, yeah. originally going to be called Freddy, but the baby's name was Toby, and he wouldn't respond to anything but his well, name. No. Sensible baby. But he now is part of the team that's um, done the Dark Crystal oh, series. Oh, really? I know he's, he was a... He's become a puppeteer and a... Oh, yeah, yeah. he, he um, mm-hmm. apprenticed at the Muppet, the Muppet uh, yeah. Factory. Muppet, Muppet University. I was going to say yeah. the Muppet University. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's um, really got into the business. Because he's the son of the conceptual artist. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, she is too. Well, yeah. she, I think she was more into the puppeteering side, mm, wasn't right. she? Right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they met on the set of um, Dark Crystal. Oh, right. So he only... Is existing because of the Dark Crystal. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's kind of freaky, isn't it? Yeah. And was it in, inspired of David Bowie as the Goblin King? Well, mm-hmm. I think they were looking at um, David Bowie being some sort of leading man for the late 80s, yeah. and it really didn't work out he'd, well. He'd done a couple of films around then, that period. I think he? so, He'd done yeah. a fair few films. Yeah. yeah. And done a fair few yeah. films. Yeah, uh, yeah the, but there again, who couldn't draw their eyes away from that tight cod piece? <laughs> well, that's the thing. One of, one of the scenes the when it's, oh. it's down low... Looking up, um, I think it was um, Hoggle. Hoggle, yes. Mm. All I could see was Bowie's knob. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, that is a close up. <laughs> I'm excited course. by the film. <laughs> I, I didn't think Hoggle was going to do something that would be X rated. <laughs> no wonder he's called the Goblin. Moving up, up Bowie's body. I'm surprised they didn't actually use the fact of his two coloured eyes more because well, yeah. well, no, there's no, only no. one point where they look at his eyes and I'll be honest it looks like they put contacts in to make uh, them both yeah, round. not two coloured eyes one of the eyes permanently yeah, one of but, the but from a visual point of view they yeah. are two different colours of course oh. the music being young Bowie was really good mm-hmm. yes. very, so very much like his 80s stuff oh, yeah, like the really stuff he did with Mick it, Jagger yeah. and that yeah. and it's the, this, uh, this film has a link to Red Wolf more it's got Danny John Jules. Yes. Oh. And Queek. Who played five four. Oh, was Queek in it as well? Queek was in it. He did one of the voices. Danny John Jules did two voices. He did one. And he also choreographed yeah. a couple of the uh, dance, dance dances. Moves. Along with Cheryl McFadden. Gates McFadden. Oh, yeah, Gates yeah. McFadden, that's right. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she was the chief choreographer. Yeah. 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 Well, is that when they were throwing the baby in the air? Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was uh, Charles Organs. <laughs> that's Queen who did that one. Yeah. She did the ballroom scene. And yeah. Danny Don Dawes did the fiveies because he was fiveie mm. four and fiveie uh, three, so he would have yeah, done the yeah. choreography on the fiveies scene. a lot of weird names in here. So you've got Jim Henson, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, George Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Oddly. yeah. Frank uh, Oz, Terry obviously. Jones wrote it. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's huge. It should have been. It was awesome, but it with is. those names, it should have been even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's slightly yeah. Python-esque, isn't it? Oh, yeah. a lot in part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't just Jennifer Connelly who sort of made the film. So the other characters, I mean, had Hoggle. Uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say they they kept misnaming him Hogwarts. Is that where J.K. Rowling got the got the name from? Ludo. Oh, Ludo was lovely. And Sididimus and Ambrosius. Ambrosius, the old English sheepdog. He was wonderful. The Bit muppety at times, isn't it? Oh, clearly no. muppety at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Jennifer Connelly was ever muppety. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned something watching this film. Did you? Ah, yeah. Oubliette. Ah, oh, oh, nice. Oubliette. Yes. I sure you don't know what it is. It's, well, you, it's, of... it's basically a hole in the ground where you put someone to, to forget, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like the fact that this you had a mixture of different styles. You had the regular Muppets mm-hmm. style that's yeah. like on the, the hand up work in the mouth of yeah. the cables were um, or the yeah. poles working. Then you had full size monster suits. Monster suits. Yeah. And then with the fireys, they were almost Traditional string marionettes. That sequence, even when I watched it originally, is for me the only thing that let it down because it, it does suffer a little bit from the John yeah. Pertwee. It does. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. 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 but yeah. besides that, yeah. um, I think you've. Am I correct in thinking that Young Bill did some ball work? Pardon? Oh, the contact juggling. <laughs> yeah, Pardon? yeah. Um, the, what the bit that they the, 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 there's two bits that David Bow does. The one with the clear ball oh, where yes. you run it over the yeah. hand. Yeah, and then the three the balls three together. Balls That's actually a juggling thing. It's called contact yeah. juggling because mm. you. Yeah, it's very very hard. To, to do the waving across the hand I suspect was someone else's hand and not David Bath. Yeah. Even the juggling the three clear balls that he does up on the, the that would have taken it, him hours and hours and it, hours to I get I remember right. seeing a behind the scenes things and yes it was it was a guy time, it was somebody with else's somebody, somebody yeah. with half yeah. a jacket on and his arm yeah. up yeah. between his yeah. legs. Quite <laughs> contact contact um, juggling, juggling manipulation <laughs> is they're quite heavy those they're mm. not crystal they're clear <laughs> clear acrylic no, we can see very uh, heavy balls yeah. 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 <laughs> will you stop saying the word balls, balls. <laughs> no, um, it's like when you know, she's actually in the labyrinth one of my sort of one of the scenes that sticks in my mind is where she's taking a break and you just see that little caterpillar poke yes. its head out me and the missus want you have a cup of tea <laughs> that's weird... very Gillen isn't it yeah, yeah. 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 Gilliam, yeah. Uh, the weird thing is when we meet Hoggle you just peeing into yeah, having a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Again, it must be Terry Jones. Eh? <laughs> I wasn't, and I must admit, I wasn't sure, never sure about him to start with. You know, no. was he a good guy? Well, he's very weak. Yes. Oh, weak. Yeah. But then again, he admits he's very. He did. Weak. He did admit. But there again, that he's a one coward. line that does stick out is when he turns around and says, "Oh, it's you." Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah mm. it's, yeah, to give the impression uh, that they've met before. Yeah. And I have to mm. ask, she's what seventeen years old. Yeah. I think How? she's meant to be younger. She's more like 14. 13 she? or 14. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was older, but apparently yeah. she was about 14 when they filmed it. She's she's going through that point where you're still a little girl with teddy bears, but you're yeah. just turning into mm. the teenager that's going to throw everything out of the bedroom because you're grown up. Well, as I said to you, there was a definite slamming door yeah. moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. But- how the hell is she going to explain to her parents the end of the film? There was a lot of Muppets and yeah. things in, in the, her bedroom. In the, in the party, yeah. what, 
Uh, maybe it's open to interpretation, but uh, isn't it's, it all a dream? No, they're uh, real. <laughs> no, in the in the context of the film, isn't she just dreamy at all? Because all around her room is all the stuff which yeah. feeds yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this they makes even have me... uh, the the uh, the Goblin King as a statue yeah. there, and you've got the lab. Ursha's stairway print. Yeah. I'm not sure what yeah. it's called. Esha, the one I've got, my it's, very uh, it's landing. called relativity. Yeah. It's, it's not called Cashavol. It's yeah. called no, relativity. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that very one. Uh, and they've, there's cutouts from pe- newspapers with David mm. Bowie in it. Yeah. Mm. So, like, so what yeah, we're saying gonna, is that, that was the elements taken from Alice in Wonderland, yeah. where, she, um, where she's you know she says you're you're nothing but a pack of cards. So really what we're saying is she's finished that film with some serious mental issues. Well, that's yeah, that's she's it. They were planning the sequel with her sort of strapped up in a rubber room <laughs> somewhere. They are yeah. real, they are Wearing real. back to front <laughs> I think in the sociological terms, it was a highlight that although she has moved on to adulthood, she's still retaining a foot in childhood fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look carefully in her room, there's some really weird stuff for a teenage girl in America. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, there's a, a board game of judge Dread. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. There's Cluedo, as wow. opposed to Clue, yeah. which is an oh. American version. They renamed it. Oh, she's an Anglophile. Uh, maybe. Uh, there's. Oh, uh, they shot it over here. There's a Womble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Womble. I suspect it is. And uh, closet. There's a, a thing that at one point is on her back, and so then she's carrying it. It's a sweet shop. Yes, not yeah. candy, candy store. store. Ah. Sweet shop. Yeah, she's, she's British. an Anglophile. I, su- I suspect it is more for the fact that I think Henderson did do a lot of the stuff over here. Yeah. It was Given all filmed by in that card, it yeah. was filmed. Yeah. Yeah. Some Elstree. of it was in um, Buckinghamshire, yeah. near uh, Wendover, I think. Yeah, yeah. I remember when it was Apart released. From one shot outside it, her house. It didn't. Go down overly well. It was, no. yeah, it was, yeah, a few people went to see it. And I think I saw it at the cinema, but it just didn't seem to no. catch the mood at the it, time. It or made the it, mind. It made its yeah. money, but it mm, wasn't yeah. a. No, I was looking at the figures. It lost money. It lost money. Yeah. It had a budget of um, 25 million yeah. and it barely broke into the teens. Yeah. The music mm. didn't do ba- bad, I think. I think the sales of the David Bowie album, yeah. but it just didn't. I don't know if it didn't hit the right time or. It didn't hit the zeitgeist. It just didn't hit, yeah. no. Mm. Which is a shame yeah. because, Prince, as we said, Princess Bride, Goonies, there were lots of weird things. Yeah, that seems to capture, yeah, sort of capture the yeah. spirit yeah. of the age. I think it was at the tail end of that yeah. and things mm. were starting to move and which made it look a little bit jaded and a bit like mm. it'd been already done. Mm. Which is a shame because yeah. it is a very good film. I mean it's it's received it's a bit like Rocky Horror show in that it's now got a bigger following yeah, a bit of a cult. afterwards now, it's become yeah, a bit of a cult film. Don't know. I wonder about the female lead, teenage girl as a lead. That might have cut down the audience. Would the boys want to go along yeah. to see yeah, it? I don't know. Back then, yeah. perhaps. Well, if they missed it, serves them right for being mm. sexist pigs. <laughs> I, I, there I wasn't such it. things as sexism in the 1980s, apparently. It was just how it was. Uh, <laughs> And in the 70s, it was boys, will be boys, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah if it, and we're getting off track. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're right. If it, if it had maybe been a, a male lead or she had ended up with, with a Prince Charming who, yeah. rather yeah, than the yeah. Goblin, it would have changed. But Again, I mean, there, there were elements of Prince Charming in the Goblin Kings. There are, there are, but films then were very much more boxed yeah. than they are now. It surprises me, though, because Bowie was huge. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just yeah. surprises me that And that's it not just the um, underwear. <laughs> 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 it the black surprised, Russian. surprises me it didn't attract more attention. Well, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I seem to remember at the time there was a little bit of backlash about it being Bowie from the Bowie fans in really? terms of, you know, 
this isn't this is betraying his music career. This man and... wrote the laughing gnome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had he had he found Ziggy Stardust by this point? Oh, oh he's this is well after. Yeah. Well and I think it was it was kind of like, you know, this is this isn't what he should be like, and this has been you know, there was yeah. that kind of like where we've identified this singer as this particular role and he's not fulfilling But yeah. there there yeah. again the Goblin King was a very androgynous character anyway, which, which oh, very yeah. much... see the size of the <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, which fits in well with those sort of you know, previous facets of David Bowie's uh, sort it, of uh, yeah. career. It does, like, but he's... Yeah, Aladdin Sane, you know, the thin yep. white duke. Yeah, but they weren't for a kid's oh, Muppet-style no. movie, <laughs> and I think it was that. that I mean, seem to remember a bit of backlash on that, but I oh. loved the Muppets, I th- Muppet styles in this. I thought some of them were absolutely brilliant. I love the guards. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was so Monty and the, Python. Um, the and the doors, the, oh, yes. with the door knockers. Mm. Oh, oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the bit of the um, pyramids of Mars. If I ask, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I still have to run that one through my head to make sure I know how it works. So do they? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the one you ask answers, it's always the other answer. Yeah. <laughs> There's elements of even with the I can't remember what his name was. The Jeff. knight. There was kind of like almost a Don Quixote aspect yeah, to him as well, yeah. and yeah. you know, like. I've got them right where I want them. I've got them surrounded by me being Six in the middle. Kind in of his face. <laughs> and who could forget the bog of eternal stench? Oh, <laughs> that was very Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Like the forest yeah. of eternal whatever and the creatures of unusual size. How long is the film? According to the back of the Blu-ray here, 101 minutes. It doesn't seem what? that long, Ooh. did it? One hour 40. Yeah, oh, it doesn't yeah. seem that. It, yeah. it, it does seem a much shorter film than that. I think that's a sign that it was enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. And the stepping stones. Who could not derive a snort of laughter from the stepping stones? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had an intense discussion about that. When he summoned, when Ludo called the stones oh. and the stones came up out of the uh, stench mm. and they all used the stepping stones to go across, surely their feet is touching the remains I, of the stench. I thought the same. And they should oh. be stinky mm. for the rest of their lives. I thought the same as well. <laughs> Being it's all a dream, the logic doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the prince of stench. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we would like to to know what you thought of Labyrinth if you watched it. Or and if, if you, you haven't watched it, it, we would watch recommend it. you yeah. recommend it. Yes. Yes. Recommend it's it, a lot definitely. more humour to it than uh, mm, the Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal yeah. which yeah. was yeah. quite strange. And it was good, unlike the Dark Crystal. <laughs> so please write to us via show at staggeringstories.net Having explored the depths of the labyrinth, mm. we decided in our infinite wisdom to do Doctor Who stuff. Mm. Let's pause for some music. We've been to conventions. We have been to a couple of conventions. Been, as it's convention season, various members of the Staggering Stories team have been out and about. Mm. Adam, where did we go? First, we went to the Isle of Wight. What for? Fan TC Con. Who organised that? That was the people from the 20 Megawatt podcast. It was indeed. Hi, other Adam. (laughs) (laughs) And then, Gene, where did some of us go after that? Some of us went to Derby. Why? We went to Hooverville. (gasps) 
I think we've been to that before, haven't we? We have. What number was it? Well, this 11th. was the eleventh time. Ooh, Ooh, nice. That makes us feel very, very old. Yeah. Considering <laughs> we remember the first one in the railway Red station, yeah. and That's it's all one. the fault of Hooverville that the head of Pertwee has his own Facebook page. Oh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, oh. hello, hello, head of Pertwee. Pertwee. Hello, cardboard oh, Clara. Clara. <laughs> we'll tell you more about cardboard Clara <laughs> later in a on. moment. <laughs> Also, hello, cardboard Amy and Graham and fascist Spock. Dangerous Churchill. Don't Dangerous Churchill. And Siobhan the topless garden And Siobhan the topless gnome. We've already mentioned Terence. Terence, Terence. respect yes. to Terence. Yes. Yes. Yep. Terence. Big up Terence. And the new naked doctor. Why, why is the 13th <laughs> doctor naked? He buys El Presidente buys a articulated small <laughs> model of the the new doctor and takes all its clothes off. In his defence, he is washing the clothes because he has uh, lots of allergies. Yeah. <laughs> I got your back, yeah. Jack. But I got I your back. <laughs> Why am I reminded of that scale figure of Judge Anderson, which is anatomically correct? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we spent a week on the Isle of Wight, which you was did. thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Unless you're talking talking to Gene or my dad, in which case, no, it wasn't enjoyable at all. We didn't like it. You missed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and while we were there, we went to FantasyCon, which yes, is the first did, effort yes. from the 20 Megabyte podcast, Adam Pearson and Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a two-day convention. It was. Um, it was at a school. Well, a college. Funky-ass college. They had a thing in the boys' lose that looked like something out of Hogwarts. Yeah. How yeah. do you know? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the loose were all open toilets. It's strange. They got uh, girls lose and boys lose, but they're exactly the same. Exactly. Except the boys get the Hogwarts sink. Mm. Yeah, yes. and the girls get the little bin things, which started the That's boys. required. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So you can anyway, put them in all of them and just make it unisex. I don't you know could why. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from the lavatory arrangements. There were a number of good guests. We had yes. Colin Baker. We, we did. Colin, Colin Baker. Baker. We had Josh Herdman, who played Goyle, Goyle. in yes. the Harry Potter mm. films. Yep. It was really good. Yes, it was. We had Alistair Pearson, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Christopher Ryan, Chris Ryan yeah. yes. Jenny Linden. Oh, Jenny Linden was good. I liked her. Yeah, yeah. John Leeson. Um, John Leeson. Of course, John Leeson, always good. Oh, what was the other woman's name? Uh, Philil Shalabala. That was her. Uh, yes. Something yeah. like that. I don't know how to Ros- that. Rosita. Sorry if yeah. we've got the name yeah. pronunciation wrong. Who, 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 who or what? She, she was Rosita she in uh, Rosita the next Doctor. In the next ah. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. She and was very good value. Yeah, she was excellent. Big hair. Very big oh, hair. Big, very big hair. Big hair. Yes. And David Finn, who was uh, in the Pandora Opens, he was... Yeah, he was a Roman who got kissed. Yeah, he got kissed yeah. by River Song. In all in all, we thoroughly enjoyed it. We really did. There was lots of dealer's room. There yes. was the best Star Wars exhibition I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, that was great. Oh, full-size... Oh, yeah. What was it? Full spy, full-size Land Speeder? Uh, um, no. Pod Racer. Speeder by. Speeder bike, that was it, and a pod, pod racer. racer. Yeah. Uh, a couple of droids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Panning carbonite. Yeah. 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 yeah, some really, really good Storm stuff. Stormtrooper painted up to be Superman for some reason. That, that <laughs> was an Abba joke. That was a super trooper. You right. don't oh. <laughs> oh, there was a model of Watto there as well, but it looked like sort of someone, someone had hung him up on a coat peg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a stall there from the... I've forgotten uh, what the charity is. Uh, mine? The Isle of Wight M- Blind yeah. Charity. Yeah. Or was it um, motor, was motor it? neuron motor disease, neuron disease. Uh, okay, people? Yeah, yeah, and the treasurer of the motor neuron disease charity knitted a whole load of miniature Star Wars figures <laughs> oh. and 
I bought them all. <laughs> We've got the majority of yep. them. At home. And for some reason, Luke's a girl. Yes, yeah. he's definitely yeah. got a got a front to bottom going on. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> but they and three PO looks like some sort of thing that you might buy from Ann Summers if you were so inclined. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, That's they were Bert, all. I mean, they were all wonderful, and it was for an excellent charity. So mm, you know, oh, very much so. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree, but I think should have been a one day. Yeah, that's what they're doing next year, apparently. Yeah. Oh, so there is going to be a next year. Oh, yeah. Things were spread out slightly, and And some choices. Yeah, the panels, like Colin Baker's first panel and second panel, it was exactly the same. Yeah, Yeah, the panels were the same, basically identical in the two days. I got to ask two different questions. You did, you were very very clever. And a bit bit of organisation for where the panels were being held, because not a lot of people seemed to be aware they were actually starting. I mean, the Alistair Pearson panel, it was embarrassing. It was just us. us. Pretty much just us. We tried mingling, but it just didn't work. So he came and sat at the front. (laughs) Hi, Alistair. (laughs) (laughs) My memories of the uh, FanTC convention were first... You did the Saturday, didn't you? That's it, the Saturday. um, In the dealer's room where they had the scale models of um, Davros, the Dalek. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, fake crumbly got goosed by a Cyberman. (laughs) Life is not complete unless that happens. Mm, And I really wish I'd bought that great big fluffy Wookiee. Oh, yeah, but yeah. could you yeah. justify 75 quid, though? Not Wookie, really. Wookie. I was going to try and beat him down to 40. Oh, right. <laughs> we did go looking in the shops afterwards. We couldn't find it. Yeah. Yeah. We it was lovely. A, he was just a big, round Wookiee. And um, that was all big shout outs to the guy from uh, the comic store dealer, dealer guy who recognised my Flynn's Arcade t shirt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it costs a bit to get over to the island, so if you can all cram that, into one car, it's yeah. a lot cheaper, yeah. like we did. That was the most expensive weekend to go to the island. Yeah, bank holiday weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next year, they're looking at doing it a bit later, I think in the October mm-hmm. half term. Cool, so yeah. it'll be much cheaper. Yeah, cheaper anyway. build, yeah. There'll be less to do, potentially, if you're going on holiday. Yeah, but if you're Nothing's only going close. to a convention, yeah. it's not so bad. Yeah. But the island if you oh, if you ever want to go the island is lovely we had such a good time yeah they got steam trains yes they have we went first class we did we go did, that meant we had a cushion yeah great ghost tour as well ghost the ghost that was the funniest ghost tour i've ever been on it was I said the guy brilliant. seemed to have a touch of the tony robinsons yeah. and not baldrick but uh time, time team, team but mm-hmm. it was still very and he had a, a bunch of friends with him dotted around the town yes, dressed as spooky actors. monks mm. and that mm-hmm. and drunken sailors and yeah. <laughs> very uh, Monty Python-esque old ladies yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes and as for myself and fake crumbly well, rubbing shoulders with alpacas llamas and other sort of herbivores and such yeah. <laughs> and a falcon flew at my head oh, yes I got scraped head scraped with the feathers we're going to put lots of links to some of these things at the end of the podcast because yeah, it's just it was one of the best holidays we've been on. It was fantastic and fantasy con, excellent. Yeah, yeah, we I didn't really do did everything enjoy it. Because there were also things like there was laser tag, I think, wasn't there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we saw there that. Was, yeah. yeah, there was. Um, oh, the Nerf Wars as yeah, well. Nerf, they had the Nerf yeah. guns, <laughs> Nerf Wars, yeah. and laser tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they doing it again next year? They're, they're currently thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. seriously thinking about doing it one day. Lots of cosplay too, although lots uh, of manga, lots of Japanese cosplay. Yeah, yeah lots of anime characters. Yeah, uh, didn't uh, know who any of the characters were. There seems to be a big thing on the island, but they were all they were all excellent. Yeah, I just didn't know who. They were. I was going to say, I suppose it's the best you can get to a Comic Con if you can't afford to get into London or Brighton or somewhere like that. My favourite one, though, was a young girl called Tegan who was yeah. very sparkly with a, a horn on her head. Oh, that's right. And they got to her and they said, so what's your name and what have you come as? And she went, 
I'm Tegan. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> yes, I like your style. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen such a glittery, pink, sparkly yeah. unicorn, but it's yeah. named after Doctor Who assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was the uh, it was the furry who won the uh, the uh, cosplay contest on the first day. Yeah, mm, yeah, the first day. But there again, I mean, there, I wouldn't say there's a certain you know, little amount uh, of bias, but there again, because this furry sort of she does sort of publicise the Isle of Wight. Because when she turned around, she had a spot on her back that's sort always of shaped like the. Yeah, a lot of the other characters may have been from Yugigo. That was one of the the things they kept saying Yugigo. Yugigo and uh, My Hero Academia and other stuff. I recognised a Pokemon. Was there a Pokemon? Yeah. That was about it. But I liked Crowley and Aziraphale. Oh, yeah. They did did some singing. That's that's one thing that the guys are going to work on for next year is the um, sound system. Yeah, it was a little bit muffled in parts. Less than pleasant. Yeah, it wasn't great. Although, to be fair... The Capitals audio is terrible to it, and they're is. four years in. It's no better. <laughs> Come on, Fantasy Con, you can beat the Capital. Anyway, after that, thumbs up for Fantasy Con because yep. we loved Big it. Big thumbs up, yeah. Some of our number, when we got back to the mainland, went straight up to Derby mm-hmm. for Hooverville 11. See, the designated female swapped. Because yes. Karen yeah. was the designated yep. female for that one, mm-hmm. so I became the yeah, designated female for Hooverville. Did you oh, take yeah. both these as husbands? Um. <laughs> <laughs> these not at once but... <laughs> can I remain silent on that can it, I take this like. we keep that sort of activity yeah, in the yeah. island uh, forgot so Jean tell us about Hooverville blooming brilliant yep yeah yep. as yep. ever but yes I yeah. spent virtually the entire time barring a few breaks for getting some food or what have you in the main auditorium yeah we had a counselling session from John Levine yes oh dear oh, oh. I heard there were yeah. tears um, we, not we, for the first time not for the yeah. first time <laughs> We had a wonderful session with Sophie Miles trying to persuade, oh, persuade everyone so that she Miles, so fire Miles, persuade everyone that she didn't just choose parts because they had hunky good looking men. Keith told me that's why she chose parts. Yeah, yeah, was, oh yeah, I fancy him. I'll take that part. It was the scene. She didn't realise it when she was explaining it, but she got halfway through and realised that the f- first section of her career was based on people she fancied in the production. Uh, yeah. And then so it was hormone. really. It was really yeah. funny Raging, when it got to yeah. the David Tennant bit where she got really coy and said, pass it over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we started off with Ingrid Oliver. Yeah, it was very good. We She's always good. good. She's yeah. always good. We saw her in who we, Chicago, was there something? Yeah, right, yeah. We saw her at Chicago, who we found out that she did Day of the Doctor on a fractured foot. Yeah, Ooh. I don't remember her mentioning that before. Yeah. No. And she is another one that says, if ever she got the call to say, would you come back? Yes, like a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, she's still doing big finishes. Yeah. So yeah. she's still yeah. always good. To she's still she's enjoying the In character. a couple of films that are coming out yes. this year as well. Yeah. Uh, she was very good. Then we had Christopher Ryan. Again. Who we saw, we saw the previous yeah. weekend at uh, Fanti Seagon, yeah. He's a very humble actor, oh, I think, isn't he? I think he's yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so sweet. Very unassuming and sort of rather surprised that he's actually there. People want yeah. to know his stories. The best ones are the people who yeah. just can't understand why we like listening yeah. to them talk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, they come in like lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. What's happening? <laughs> and then they settle down. Yeah. We then had John Levine. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, Did he yeah. sing? No, no he, he cried. Although um, he's, he's been working on some... Was it a song from... Uh, uh, showman, the greatest show. Yeah, he's been working on a few songs from that. Well, I mean, he, expect that to come out soon. Yeah, he was extensively there to sell his book. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think there was a mixture between 
genuine grief and sorrow, and I think he is a very depressed. He's a pretty broken individual, yeah. Gentleman, he recently lost his mother and that, but that was a few years ago. Yeah. A few years ago, but this isn't the first time apparently that this has happened with the performance, so to speak. And I think there is an element of performance as well as yeah. Well, there, weren't there some tears at Capitol? Couple yeah, of years ago, a couple of years ago, yeah, because his mother had died at that point. She literally just gone, and I, yeah. and I get it. It takes a long time to get over yeah. the grief and that, but <sighs> he's talking a lot about how he is estranged from his uh, his, his son and his father. I, yeah. I, th- I got the feeling more how of he'd it learned was a, to forgive. Yeah, it was about the power of God, the book, and mm. that kind of stuff. It, yeah, he didn't quite get religious, but it was almost he, religious. He did, he did evoke uh, no, when a you, deity yeah. or two. When you said there were tears at the Capitol a couple of years ago, was it? Because Tony Slattery was appearing there. <laughs> As everybody else, not him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, managed, they managed to get a bit out about Doctor Who, but mainly that included him not getting on with Tom Baker, was it? Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, there seemed to have been a frisson between him and Baker. Yeah. It didn't go into any great detail. Well, did he mention let any... Zygons be Zygons? No. He wasn't the only person that day to mention working with Tom was uh, tough. Yeah, yeah I mean... in the early days of working with yeah. Tom. Yeah. Who else was it? Yeah. Uh, was it Michael E. Bryant? Might have been. Then we have Stephen Gallagher. Oh, yeah, the writer, Terminus. Yep. And this is where I went off to get lines. some lunch, so you'll have to rely <laughs> on El President. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do the beginning of this one myself. I nipped out to go to Lewis, I think. Be a one day event, there's no break. No real. Yeah. No mm. break for lunch or anything like that, because it's a one day event, you want to cram it at the end. Mm. That's something which I'd missed with Fantasy Con, be a two day, there probably should have been a, a lunch yep. break each day. Because the problem is, if you don't have a lunch break, people have to choose when they go out to get something to eat to go to the loo. Yeah. And that hits. The, the lesser known mm. guests who can be more interesting because you don't see them very often. and So, yeah, that's unfortunate. But, yeah, I missed the beginning of this. He was talking quite a bit about what it was like to, to work on Doctor Who and particularly how he'd taken the script for... Uh, what was his fourth Doctor One called? Warriors Gate. Warriors Gate, thank you. Yeah. He'd written novelisation of it, yeah. sent it in, and they hated it because <laughs> it really? was too wordy, cut it down, uh, get rid of all the flowery language. So he literally cut and paste and rewrote his manuscript. That's the one that got published. But then a few year, couple of years ago, he think got that, tasked with recreating his original. Yeah, I think... But he didn't have a copy anymore, so he had to... <laughs> yeah, so I think the audio book, the reading of it, yeah. which they been re-releasing the target books yeah. is an expanded he had the clippings that he'd taken out of the original one and then he had to try to reintegrate that into the novelization yeah it's interesting we then had an unusual guest for a doctor convention who i found actually really interesting edward russell oh, i have yeah. seen him before at yeah. an event or two the, the russell, name yeah. won't instantly jump out at you because he hasn't actually acted written no, he's produced um, or directed he did after liz sladen died he did um i think it was a london cardiff walk to raise money for Right. His job yeah. was the brand, brand assist- manager. Brand manager. Yeah. For, so he's basically in charge. But it's amazing the thing because you kind of like think, oh, well, it's just slapping the logo on something. <laughs> but brand slapping, as he called it. Responsibly yeah. <laughs> involved in the whole proms. Yeah, of course. Getting those off yeah. the ground. Doctor experience. If it, Doctor, if it was anything related to, associated with, or that mentioned Doctor Who, and it was not actually filming it, <laughs> writing it, or producing it, it came through his hands in yeah. some way or other yeah, and it, it was really interesting was he the guy that got um, Kylie Kylie yes oh wow he was instrumental in Kylie being in Doctor Who 
oddly, because he was friends with somebody that she was working with. Kylie's kind of like photographer, stylist. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he mentioned... Of jokingly, I might be able to get Kylie to said to Russell. And then did. And then, yeah. yeah. But he he was really interesting because it was such a varied range of stuff and it was things that you don't hear. Should have asked him about the shed. Yeah. Not to ask him about the shed. Yeah. But the the one that was interesting was the proms because they had been doing these small music to video evenings down in um, Cardiff and the proms each year as we know have the the, the popular prom as they call it mm-hmm. and they really they'd never had the vigil screens up and the whole idea of having the monsters roaming in and out and the actors and they were horrified and apparently the other thing is that the apart from the conductor musicians had to wear a clicker which kept them in time with the images that were being shown so ah. the music and the images ah. matched which threw a lot of them out because they weren't you know the well Orchestra got used to it, yeah. but the Royal London Philharmonic, <laughs> um, and apparently they were very snooty until after it had all happened, yeah. and they thought it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, the amount of organisation just in that one mm. thing—I mm. thought it was really interesting. He was, yeah, he was at Capital, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he was did one of the capitals. Yeah, and he was talking about the shed. It was promised to him. I don't know if he ever got it. Yeah. <laughs> to ask him next time we see him. Okay. Tardy shed that was. Ah. Well, the other people that were there, we had Rob Ritchie, Chris Chapman, and James Burgess, who were behind the scenes on the animated and the Blu-ray box sets. We actually saw a few clips we from... did see a good few clips from the new Trial of a Time Lord. Yeah, Trial of a Time Lord. <laughs> season box set. Actually looks interesting. Looks really fun. <laughs> does look really good. We then had the raffle. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I won a raffle prize. Oh, well done, you. Oh, well, congratulations. And El Presidente won a he couple did. of raffle prizes. It took a long time for the first it prize did. to I come thought, up. I thought you were going to... We yeah. thought you'd lost your streak. Yeah. And, and you obviously... He also won the best prize in the lot. The last prize was won by El Presidente. Fantastic prize. I think it's actually the reason why he entered the raffle. <laughs> totally. He won the cardboard cutout of Clara Oswald and threatened to abandon her on the M25. She's standing next to Amy. Mm, yeah. Looking very short, short, like a brown. He's been less than complimentary to her Just all evening. Oh. <laughs> There's a story behind her. Uh, she was actually quite an amusing story. brought along by the We Sound Familiar. Who are uh, impressionists. Yeah, the impressionists who were there to do entertainment on the Friday night and during the raffle. I think there was a thing where that she was at a convention and everybody thought she was really being off hand with the fans a bit snooty and not smiling for all the paid for photos so they mm. bought a Clara cutout stood next to it and had their photo taken look she's smiling here <laughs> and there's a lot of backlash online yeah. about it it exploded on Twitter Blimey. amazing what people choose to get pissed off about yeah. isn't it <laughs> So it was brought along to the convention as a bit of fun and uh, they were so fed up with it they wanted to get rid of it and uh, the, they decided right at the end of raffle, well, we'll get rid of this too. They drew a ticket and no one was there to claim that ticket. That ticket. So they had to draw a second ticket <laughs> and Adam said, yay! Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> At first I couldn't quite believe it. I, they read the number out again. Uh, yeah, I have. With uh... <laughs> <laughs> had the very very interesting if somewhat um well all i can say is that someone behind me shouted you go girl sophia miles what did she do that she based a lot of the work that she took on the handsomeness of the lead actor 
oh, that was when that all happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but she was she was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, she yeah was really just, good fun. It's yeah. her first con, wasn't it? Because uh, I, I, I haven't. She heard, said it was. I'm not sure if it really was. Uh, I haven't heard or seen her appearing. Yeah. How was Sarah Sutton? Because whenever I've end, seen yeah. her, she's been sort of the piggy in the middle between Peter Davison and Janet Fielding mm. and hardly gets a bleeding word in Edgeworth. <laughs> no, she came after Ralph Watson, Jeffrey Beefers and Simon Fisher-Baker. Mm-hmm. Becker. Yep. Becker. Then we had Sarah Sutton. Then Michael E. Bryant. And then Michael E. Bryant. Oh, yeah, they swapped them around, didn't they? But yeah. Sarah was... She's good. She's yeah, good. Yeah, and she's on her own, so she Can didn't talk. get overshadowed. <laughs> yeah. Answered all the questions. <laughs> yeah, did sort of go up to talk to her at the end because my parents used to know her parents. Oh. oh, they've lost contact, and but I, it is they may be dead by now. So he's a little awkward. <laughs> go up, are your parents still alive? My parents yeah. just know. Yeah, uh, so I didn't, didn't. Yeah, it's, a, it's a certain tactful way of opening that. Yeah, it, her father used to work for my father. Ah. Yeah. My dad wants to know where that file is. Could you ask yours? <laughs> and then the last last guest of the evening was again a really interesting guest, Michael E. Bryant. Sometimes E. Bryant, yeah. and sometimes not E. Bryant. I wonder if he gets paid two paychecks. <laughs> I doubt it. Two tax brackets. Well, see, director of uh, many a uh, really impressive Doctor Who. He did uh, his final one was Robots of Death. Yeah, it's a great oh. one to go out on. Uh, yeah, and he, he transferred to Blake Seven then, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> wanted, went wanted a change, wanted something different, so they hired him for Blake Seven. <laughs> yeah. but I, I found it quite interesting. It was quite early on in his career. Well, quite early on in his life, and they suggested we'll do everything Art Deco. What's Art Deco? What's Art Deco? Which is why. Yeah, I don't think Gene here'd have been looking at his phone. <laughs> no, a book. Oh, was that a book? Sorry. Oh. Looking through the pages Blind of the book. <laughs> Benjamin Simon, he did. What else did he do? It was quite interesting. He's saying that it, a friend of his oh, yeah. worked in long distance boat deliveries kind oh. of start. Um, death. And so they spend months and months and months at sea in these carrier cargo boats. And when you went into the cru- cruise quarters, they had panel walls and really comfortable oh. chairs. Because this is where they yeah. lived. Yeah. And so it was such an extreme. And they thought, well, if you're going to be doing three, four years on a mining ship in Spain, you're going to make it as luxurious and as comfortable as possible. As possible. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, it, it was quite different to that stark, white, utilitarian yeah. look that you get Plastic for space seats things. And that. Yeah, it was, what it you'd expect sofas. from Doctor yeah. at the time. As he, was, as he said, he didn't want the space 1999 look. Oh, yeah. yeah. He wanted <laughs> something that you could live in. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you had a cracking good time. It was really good. Yeah. I do regret, I didn't realise until right at the end, maybe just after it finished, that actually there was a podcaster area. Yes. I thought there wasn't going to be one this year. I didn't there. see it on the thing, because right down the end, at four o'clock, there was a couple of podcaster bits. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't yeah. go along. <laughs> I feel a bit oh, bad about that. But hopefully the Faros Project were there. In the yeah. End. I don't know. They were certainly about. Yeah. And so was Tim. Tim was about, yeah, I don't know if he knew. Now, there is going to be a Hooverville 12. Yeah. However, due to the sudden proliferation of Doctor Who conventions that seems to be curving around about late August, beginning of September. Panopticon in particular, which has taken that very weekend. Taken that weekend. They're looking at moving it to October, November time because right. Big Finish took off well. Mm-hmm. That's at June, so it gives it two nice every gap. six yeah, months, six months yeah. which yeah. makes more sense for the actual organisers because I have from personal experience. There's an awful lot of work in arranging a convention. You don't want to be doing them too close to each other even if you have got them under the belt mm. so any rumours to any other extent are not true there will
will be another Hooverville. Yeah. It will just probably be October, November we, we time. We do not have a date. Yeah. This time last year, we usually have been given a date. They announce it at the did end you, of the last con. Did, it, did they announce any early guests? No, no, no not, not at this point. We will get probably details of Big Finish Day first, which will yeah. probably be yeah. about June-ish. Okay, right. If any of you chaps were at Hooverville or Fantasy Con, we'd like to hear what you thought of them. Why not write to us? Show that staggering stories dot net. Do we need an introduction to the letters? Introduce, dear listeners. You're not Adam. Oh, sorry. (laughs) We have feedback. Been a while, been a while. In fact, from two people we met at Hooverville. It's great to see you both again. Or first time in case of Andrew Scott. (laughs) Yeah, we have a email missive. From Pinky. Hello, Pinky. Pinky. Hello, hello, hello. Now, I think she's talking about the Dark Crystal here. Yep. Remember when <laughs> I was absent for a little while? I didn't see this film until I was in my 20s. <laughs> and while it does have slow moments mm-hmm. and a very thin pot, mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> the new series will be interesting. Was it interesting? Well, the 20 minutes I saw wasn't. <laughs> 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 I might try again. <laughs> Girl in the Fireplace is a great story. It's bonkers, makes no sense, and yet manages to make my bitter, dried-up old heart (laughs) melt a little. One time, I don't hate Ten's sad face. (laughs) Always hate Ten's face. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow... See y'all tomorrow. Yeah. Yesterday, last week, depends on when you're recording this, <laughs> it would have been... Two days ago. Two days ago, two days ago. Two days ago. yeah. Pinky. Oh, that's Thank nice you. of her. Yeah. P.S. Oh, yeah. oh. Never stay at the Derby Conference Centre. Just take my word for it. <laughs> yes. Uh, OK. Yes. Wish I don't know which one that is. I, I saw the photos. Oh, really? Oh, God, that was gross. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of Girl in the Fireplace, we should mention that uh, Sophia Miles mentioned that for about six weeks after wearing that corset, Corsets. she had no sensation at all in her boobs. Yeah. It wasn't Go just on. that corset, because she does a lot of stuff that she wears corsets for that period in time, and it basically cuts off all the sense Ooh. of feeling because of how long you're having to wear them mm-hmm. for for the filming. Well. We've heard from Andrew Scott. Hello, Hello Andrew, Andrew Scott. Scott. He says, hi all, especially Adam, Keith and Cardboard Jenna, who <laughs> may or may not be in Ashes. Form. She's not, she made it. Not yet. Well, Hooverville 11 was fun and it was nice to meet two of you in person. Yeah, it was nice yeah. to meet you. I wimped out of saying hello to Jean. She's terrifying. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That scares me. Yeah. All the interviews me. I saw were very good, particularly Sophia Miles and Ingrid Oliver yeah. with her insect bites. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 I thought they managed a good balance of interviewer and floor led questions mm. with no embarrassing moments, which I recall. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was a little puzzled that all the interviewers were gentlemen but maybe no ladies volunteered mm-hmm. that's pretty common actually i tried to think last time uh, capital yeah. does have women yeah. occasionally doesn't it and they did i mean i've done you've done one at hoover hooverville but only because i got landed in it last moment <laughs> um but they did used to have one of the ladies that worked with them regularly i think she might have moved away yeah. i can't remember her name anyway but i didn't see her there this year but yeah Andrew sorry. continues. Sorry, sorry. Mm. I've just finished watching Carnival Row. Yes, I want to watch this. I generally recommend mm. folk give it a try. Okay. There are a few sweary and naughty bits, oh, yeah. but the story moves along with the ending only slightly dragged down by the inevitable season two setup. <laughs> yes, My daughter.
daughter strongly recommends the new Dark Crystal series, <laughs> so I'm off to give it a go. It's taken quite a bit of criticism, so I'll be interested in seeing how it turns out. Muppets but no Kermit? Whatever next. Mm. Regards to the chap in the box, all the best. Andrew Scott. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Andrew. I'm, I'm nice, Andrew. I don't bite off. She's them. bloody terrifying. <laughs> she had a list of things that she was going to do to you if she saw you. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is Carnival Row? Where is it? Uh, it's Amazon, I think. Yes, it? it's Amazon. Yeah. Is it Johnny Depp? No, Johnny no, it's, it's the other one. Johnny Vegas. <laughs> Johnny Ball. God, the other one was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Wisemuller. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Orlando <laughs> Bloom. Thank Orlando you. Bloom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, Johnny Wise. Not uh, John, Johnny Ball. It's a bit mixed steam. Punk, um, fantasy, murder mystery. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it the other day, and it's one of those ones. I went, ooh, yeah. I think I made exactly the same noise. <laughs> not, <laughs> not. <laughs> that may be one for us to watch and yeah, review. I, I, I think, think so. I shall be giving it a go at the very least. Hmm. Do we have any audio feedback? No audio feedback. Although oh. we can double check, no other feedbacks coming in the meantime. That's a shame. Thank you very much to Pinky and Andrew yep. for writing to us. Thanks a lot. The rest of you Uh-oh. can write to us hmm. via show at Staggering Stories dot net. You do realise the last time you bullied them all, we got so much feedback, it took nearly half an hour Lead to do the feedback. Just, <laughs> That's why I'm being nice. That was nice? That was nice. Oh, yes, yes, that was nice. What do you think? Yes. What, what no, do you not no, think that was nice? No, no, nothing, nothing at all. That was very, very nice. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old new. Perhaps. So until that... W for Hooverville. Wondrous. Wicked. Wasted. Wallaby. (laughs) Wallaby. (laughs) Wallaby. Winsome. Lee. Wafts. And wobbles. Towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Staggery Stories Podcast Series 1, number 323, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith Dunn, and Gene Riddler. The views expressed here were those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringements is intended, and this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. My little sparkle of a star in the dark night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for being my, my centre of my su- universe. Huggy, squeezy toy. Oh. A big ball of gas, you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you rumbled it. <laughs> oh, can I tell Morbius. the story? Can I tell the story? <laughs> tell the story. Jean was driving along. Mm-hmm. In her little little black car. Driving along in my little black car. My and she was listening to The Brain of Morbius. Car. So I've got okay. to disc three. Right. And yeah, she yeah. thinks, oh, here I am driving along. I will reach down, eject disc two, which I've done correctly. Mm-hmm. Aren't I clever? Not Pick taking her... my eyes off the road. Oh, no, because mm-hmm. she's a safe driver, despite what the... Um, Court says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pick up disc three and slide it into the machine. Oh, why is nothing happening? 
<laughs> no sound is happening. She shoved it in the gap between the top of the um, radio and the car dashboard. I literally had the discs in order wow. so I could take it out and I just ran it down and I found a hole. And, and went, shoved it in. And I thought, oh, that's it. Let go. It's for me. Is that for sex life? It wasn't actually the discs. I d- you stuck on top. I've got to get the radio out of the car to get oh, it out. Wow. You would make a terrible man if that's your approach. <laughs> Find a hole and shove it in. in. I'm going to poke you in the tit if you're not careful. That's <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, what should we do? Should we do Labyrinth first so Jean can talk? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that's good. Right, editing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Can I do the beginning again? If you like, yeah. Thank you. I can talk on the second one for some of it. You come. Yeah, Hooville. Sorry, what's she talking about? Oh, Hooville. Oh, I'm so sorry. You forgot about that. I, I really did. I, I wasn't there. It meant nothing to me. <laughs> it means I did the shopping instead. Exciting stuff. Oh, I was. <laughs> I, got, I got him some sun-dried tomatoes. What he doesn't know is I sucked every single one of them before putting them in the jug. <laughs> did you have mm. a coffee? No, I didn't. It's not the same without you. It's not, no, it's not the same you, without you You are either. the spark of star in the night time <laughs> that makes life worth living. You are my reason for living. Aww. Will you two shut up? <laughs> <laughs> that was getting rather saccharine, that was. <laughs> well, we really should start this with one of us saying, you remind me of the babe. Which babe? The babe with the power, the power. <laughs> she got the power. The power of voodoo. 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 What? You remind me of the babe. <laughs> Never ever imitate Bowie again. You yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm no longer the star. No. Is it, is it tarnished? It is tarnished. <laughs>